This is Masks Off. I am Tia Fagan. And I'm Kim Gross. Who are you behind the masks you wear? We are here to have real conversations about how to live a more empowered and authentic life. So join us, remove your masks, live your life. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Masks Off. I'm Kim. And I'm Tia. And here we are in 2021, starting a whole brand new year. So let me start as we always do, start with our quote, and then we can jump right in. Um, So the quote is, nothing can bring you peace but yourself. And that is by Ralph Waldo Emerson. And you know, uh, before we started the record button, it, you know, I have spent my whole life because you mentioned something about how adolescents will always look outside themselves. Mm-hmm. And I, I have noticed a lot lately, but even throughout my life, how much I am always looking mm-hmm. on the outside for even that sense of okayness. Mm-hmm. Right. The last time or one of the episodes we did not long ago, we talked about validation piece, right? Being right. validated. So there's that. But I also felt, I mean, I think that's natural because as little kids, we always look to the adults and caregivers right. in our lives for them to help us feel everything's okay. It's going to work out. It's okay. You're okay. It's going to be okay. Right. For that security. Right. Right. Co-regulation helping. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. The co-regulation. Right. And I have been learning so much lately about self-regulation and the mind and everything else. Like it's so important. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I, um, realized that I didn't learn that skill and I'm it sure I'm skill. not alone. It's a skill. It yes. is totally skill. And I am probably sure that I'm not alone in that, mm-hmm. um, that a lot of us didn't. And I was also sharing with you how quickly I can jump in with my kids. And I've often talked about how I wear the rescue mask or the fix it mask. Mm-hmm. And what am I implying when I do that oh let me regulate for you because you can't regulate yourself let me fix it for you let me rescue you and make it okay for you and because you can't we're taking away their empowerment taking away the empowerment Mm -hmm. and leaving them without that lifeline leaving them Mm -hmm. without knowing how to swim on their own, or if we want to use our mountain analogy, not having the confidence to, if there's that steep part of the mountain that they're heading up, Mm -hmm. not giving them the ability or the strength to think that they can climb that on their own. Right. And you were sharing earlier how we do everything alone. I mean, it doesn't mean that we don't get support for people, but do you want to share maybe like what you were saying about that, how we end up dying alone and really it is a solo journey. Sure. 
um, yeah, I was talking in relation to meeting our own needs. You know, the quote, let me read it again. I think I still have it up here. Nothing can bring you peace but yourself. And so in relation to that, you know, you may, you just mentioned, you know, we die alone. We may, especially now people are dying alone, truly yeah. with COVID. Um, but even when we are, I mean, I've been with my grandmother who passed and other people who have passed. So I've been there as they've transitioned, but ultimately that transition is that person's journey alone to transition to the afterlife, whatever that is for anybody, you know, for their passing. So ultimately we are alone, you know, our experiences, our own experience, we can be having a collective experience you know, when we do our groups or when we do these things, everyone's having their own individual experience. We're doing it collectively. We're sharing together, but we've only had our own experiences, our own heartbreak, our own joy to create that experience. So it's still individualized. Yeah. So it is a solo journey. It is only ourselves who can find peace within us. You know, do we have holes in ourselves? We're the only ones who can fulfill them and fill them up and start to love ourselves more and more and acceptance. And then we're talking in relation to needs, you Mm. know, identifying what do you actually need? What are your core needs, which we talk about in our courses as well. And ultimately we want, we live in relationships. So others, yes, we, it's not saying I don't need something from another, but I, the way I look at it, and this was the analogy I was sharing, it's not related to our mountain theme. I'll have to figure out a way to make it a mountain. Um, but I always, when I explain it to clients or people I'm working with, that other people filling up your needs cup is like the icing mm-hmm. on the cake. But we have to bake the cake. We have to frost the yeah. inside of the cake. We have to frost the outside of the cake. So when I think of that's, finding the peace within us, taking care of ourselves and our journey, filling those holes, you know, and then the other person, because we live in relationship, it doesn't mean we don't ever want anything and we don't ever need anything from another because that can be unhealthy as well. It's not if we don't state, I need you to X, Y, Z. Yeah. I mean, something as simple as I need you to hold space for me right now. I don't want your feedback. That's a big one for me. I just Mm. want you to hold space. I don't want, if I want your feedback, I will ask for it. But otherwise I don't, I'm not looking for that. But when they provide that need, so they hold that space there. I think of it as like putting a little flower on my cake. Yeah. You know, so it's an addition to my already complete cake. Mm. (laughs) They're just adding more beauty into my life, more beauty into the relationship. It's It's reciprocal as well. You know, because if we meet ourselves with love, we're able to meet others with love. And then we're also able to receive their love, not transactional love, but Mm. true, real, unconditional love. Because otherwise it's conditional, right? If I'm saying, I need you to do this for me because I'm not good enough. And it can be little things. It It can be those soul filling things, or it can be that, hey, can you just get me a glass of water? You know? It comes yeah. in all varying shapes of form, but the ultimately we only can provide ourselves our own peace. No one can do that for us. Nobody. Yeah. And it may seem esoteric 
especially when you're in a chaotic situation, but ultimately the other cannot get you through that pain and heartache. You are the only one who can do that. Yeah. What a um, opportunity that I've had. (laughs) You have, haven't you? (laughs) Yeah. What an opportunity I've had for learning that lesson. So um, yeah, I think this will be the first time that at least on our podcast that I'm announcing that I am recovering from COVID. Um, I had it for 19 days now. Um, And I have had, honestly, I have had some scary moments Mm -hmm. where did not know if I was going to have to go in the hospital. And so, I mean, it's just what you're saying about being alone and not feeling that I could advocate for myself. And I felt myself in a few times in that childlike mindset of who's going to take care of me. Yeah. Who's going to speak for me? You know, I mean, at one point I was almost even like going to have a conversation with my husband just in case I was unable to or unresponsive. I wanted him to know, like, if you have to speak for me, this is what I want you to Mm -hmm. say and do. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end, I realized and I learned each day that while my family was amazing in terms of bringing me, you know, food to the door or whatever I needed at the door. Yeah. Um, in those scary moments, I had to get myself through. Mm-hmm. I had to get myself through those moments. And, you know, it was like putting my headphones in and listening to my Marissa tapes or whatever mm-hmm. tapes that I could, yeah. you know, just to um, calm myself enough mm-hmm. to soothe myself. There's the soothing part, right. To okay. soothe the, the inner child in me that mm-hmm. is, you know, panicking. And I still have to, cause I'm not completely out of the woods. So I still need to have that conversation with myself. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is going back to the quote that ultimately it is my responsibility to mm-hmm bring myself that peace. Right. And if we're truly honest with ourselves, thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Um, Yeah. No, you know, thinking of the space and everything you have been through in the last 19 days, is there really anything anyone could say or do to you to bring you that inner peace? Because if you're still having that niggling, niggling, whatever, that feeling that, yeah, nagging feeling within you that still isn't settled. No, no matter what anyone says or does for you, it's not going to bring you inner peace because you haven't made peace within. Yeah. So we are, we are so conditioned to think the other person is going to say or do this thing that's going to wave the magic wand and fix it. And the reality is, isn't, I mean, obviously going into the doctor and then say, you do not have pneumonia brings peace. Yeah. But it doesn't get rid of the I'm still not 100% recovered yet piece. Yeah. I mean, I'm not completely out of the woods right. piece. Exactly. And, and what helped me through all of that was 
bringing myself back to the present moment. And that is a skill that I have learned and have been practicing and, you know, could still practice it even more. But honestly, it's like, I would just say to myself when my mind went in the direction of, and is this the moment that I'm going to have to call the ambulance or take myself to the emergency room? Mm -hmm. I would just come back to well, first of all, I to thank you so much for suggesting the axometer because <laughs> like literally that thing, I think saved me talk about bringing me some peace, but I did, I checked it constantly and I would say, okay, you know, my oxygen level is like pretty good. So I, I'm probably, I'm okay. I'm okay. You know, and like, I'm just here in this moment, in this moment, you know, I'm feel the bed, the desk, whatever I'm breathing, I'm fine. And I would just keep coming back to it. <coughs> and a lot of times some of those more scarier symptoms would finally like subside, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so, but again, that was me doing that. Right. Nobody came in and said that to me or did that and said, come back to the moment, come back to the moment. Right. So then the other question then begs, to be asked, which is what I said before we recorded. When I do that for my kids or my daughter, at least, am I doing her a disservice? When I, when she's in her own state of panic and I say, okay, just breathe. I think speaking of, you may hear a little <laughs> noise in the background um, of a kid, adult kid. Um, so I think it depends upon where your energy is at and where the other person is at. I mean, and I'm just giving my perspective, of course, is there's no, if we are coming from a place of fixing and wanting to create the panic and get the panic away and wrap it up in a bow, that's different versus, okay, I see you're feeling anxious or you're having, I am here for you. What's mm -hmm. your question? Okay, I'm going to answer your question. I'm going to help you. I'm going to be here for you. I'm going to be your lighthouse for you because you can't be your own lighthouse right now. It's very yeah. different energy than, oh, you're panicking. Let me come in, fix it, do it for you versus let me support you energy. Mm. Yep. Because we all do need help. I mean, you brought up checking your O2 levels. Okay, that brought you peace within. It's an external little tiny device that provides mm. you input. Yep. But it was supportive, right? The doctor yeah. is supportive to say you do not have pneumonia. Yep. But not saying everything will be fine. You know, that surface level support versus direct as isness support. Yeah. <laughs> the holding space support, the you know, before we hit record, my daughter was filling out next year's rental application. Mom, what do I do for this? Well, you add this. She's very capable of doing that on her own, but she was, for whatever reason, in the space of wanting mm. a little support. Now, if I said, give me your application, I'm going to fill it out for you. Yeah. That's a very different, you can't handle it. I'm going to do it for you. She could do it. She couldn't remember social security number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were there. I'm like, yeah, really need to remember this and put this in a spot. You yep. know, she knows her last four digits and I'm sorry to be calling you out right now, honey. Um, 
Um, but it's a process, right? We don't know that yeah. till we continue to practice it over and over. You know, we don't learn how to read without someone helping and supporting us to guide in most situations. Mm-hmm. So when things are new or we need, you know, if you're in that space and you knew you needed to go to urgent care and if the doctor had been like, you're fine, go home. Yeah. Versus we're going to take some time. We're going to listen to your lungs and we're going to check this, make sure yeah. this you would have left with a very different sense of okayness yeah. and inner peace, or if you had been blown off by a physician. Right. Because you do need to have that information. That information is helpful. I don't know if that really answered. So when you come in yeah. to support your, you know, cause we both have adult children, young adult children. Yeah. Where is your energy coming to support them? Is it because they don't have that skill set or they just need a little external validation versus, you know, I mean, I think if I had said, Kim, hun, let me call you back. We're going to walk through this whole thing together versus, yeah. okay, let's work through this. You have these. Okay. Now you got it. Now go finish it. Yeah. You can add this other stuff in. I know you have it. I don't need to look at it before you submit it because if they have a question, they're going to get back to you. So I think, I think what I'm thinking about is what you mentioned earlier is that co-regulation because Mm -hmm. so, you know, for her, she had um, a situation with the dentist where she was dysregulated and she was um, that's the new word now. Now they're not even saying you can, I think they may say that, you can get hijacked, but they're not using flip your lid as much anymore, according to Dan Siegel, because I just listened to him last week. So they don't really, some of the neuroscientists are not liking the whole flip your lid or being hijacked, but they'll still sometimes use hijacked. But the new lingo is dysregulated, which means that your front prefrontal cortex is not in alignment with your amygdala and so on and so forth. So basically you're still feeling triggered bottom line, right? Right. So she felt triggered. Something happened at the dentist. She was unable to see, but that's the thing. There's the question. Was was she unable to, did I even give her time Mm -hmm. to allow herself? I think she would have regulated herself eventually. It's just, it was in the moment. And then by me just listening and being a sounding board and just saying, okay, breathe and reminding her just in this moment, you know, to come back to the moment that it was a reminder, it was helping to regulate mm-hmm. her. Right. Could she have regulated? She would have eventually regulated herself. I don't, it, it's, you know, you see where yeah. it's a fine line between should she have just completely figured it out on her own and right to regulate herself and me not say anything. So I think there's no clear cut answer for that. Every situation is different. So I think that's that discernment. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, she's in this space. I'm in this space. I'm going to discern the situation. Is this the step in or step out situation? Yeah. You know, and she knows you were available. Yeah. Versus if you were with a client for yes, you know, she would have, yeah, that's she different. would have had yeah. to figure, you know, do you know? Then, yes, you know? So I do. I do. And so you chose to step in and we're also, <coughs> they're not in their thirties, right? Their brain is still developing. Exactly. With all four of our kids. 
Yeah. You know, so there's that piece as well, too. And sometimes we need to say, I mean, and this is part of finding that peace within. Yeah. You know, it may be like, Kim, I need you for a sounding board when you have time. I'm working through something. I just, I just need you to listen. I need your wisdom. Yeah. I'm going to reach out is not (laughs) saying, because you know, I can work through it, but if I'm going to reach out, it's also that, Hey, I need a little lifeline. I'm kind of, can I process this? I would agree because even yesterday when I spoke to you before I went to urgent care, you know, we had a conversation and it just, I still at the end of the day went to urgent care and I had to regulate myself and I had to take care mm-hmm. of myself and having that conversation with you beforehand, like helped me to get more centered and more grounded in the sense that, yeah, you know what? It probably is a good idea at this point because it's been so many days that I go get checked out, yep. you know? And if I didn't have that conversation you know, would I, would I have gotten to that point on my own? Maybe, maybe I would have, but it helped me, you know what I mean? To get more mm-hmm. clear, more grounded. Mm-hmm. And so then I just went ahead and made the decision to go. And then I had, from there on out, I had to find the peace within myself. I had mm-hmm. to find it. And you still had to do that throughout the whole process yeah. as well. You know, because yeah. when we were talking and then before, you know, after we got done, you know, obviously I wasn't there but you still are processing and finding the peace within. So even when we are interacting with another, it's still ultimately our responsibility. It's that co-creation, 100% responsibility. All of the wisdom wraps up and ties in, and it ultimately comes down to, will I take the time to take care of myself and find the peace within? Yeah. And, And will I see that I am good enough, I am worthy, and I can do this? And, and sometimes just, we're so in the muck, we can't, we can't, I was just and we need say, yeah. that external to be like, hey, yeah, you can do this. That, that's exactly what I was just going to say. I was just going to maybe like, just kind of end it there and just say that, you know, sometimes when you're right in the middle of it, you can't, it's not clear cut. You can't yeah. find the peace within right immediately in that moment. It is mm-hmm. a process. Right. Like I said, throughout the 19 days, there were many moments where I was very fearful inside and I was catastrophizing. I went down the rabbit hole. I had myself done, you know, and then I, then it was a process. It's like, okay, now come Come back back. and come back and come back and, and reminding myself. And it was also a matter of finding the strength within myself that no matter what the circumstance mm-hmm. is, because that's the key, right? Yes, because we exactly. so want to change the as is, or at least I do. And I know many people do. I was like, ah, why do I have to have this, you know, fight against mm-hmm. like, why is it? Why? So it's a matter of not changing the outcome or the circumstance, no matter what, and knowing that at the end of the day, regardless, I'm going to be okay. And I'm going to add to that. So the as is, right? So you are going to be okay, but then you were in that moment. 
because there's there's just a step I feel is important to add in there. Yep. Is you made the conscious choice. So, I did. So it's not, this is what's happening to me. I'm just going to not do anything. No. So you talked about several things you did. You, throughout the 19 days, you went down the rabbit hole. I'm going to come back to the present moment. That was a conscious choice. Here's yep. your as is. I'm going to come back to the present moment. I'm feeling a little different today. Should I go into urgent care or should I not? Yeah. Right. So that your as is was you were having more symptoms. Your symptoms were getting aggravated. So rather than saying that I'm accepting the as is, my symptoms are getting there, and I'm just gonna succumb and not do anything. Right. That's different. So the yeah. peace comes within, in that I now have a choice: Am I gonna succumb? Am I gonna stay consciously stay home? Am I gonna give up, or am I consciously yeah. gonna go into urgent care or whatever? So yeah. there's that. There's that added step of action. There's a lot of action there. Yeah. yeah. So, so Kim and I are not saying you just lay down and take it. Oh, yeah. No, definitely not. <laughs> just to be yeah. clear that we accept the as is, then we make a choice. We take an action step and we trust that we will be okay because we are finding the peace within. And that, and, and just to also clarify too, or at least underscore that I'll be okay, no matter what the outcome. Yes. Even if I end up in the hospital tomorrow, right. which is the fear that mm-hmm. I will be okay. I, I have the strength to get through whatever it is. Exactly. And that's where the mm-hmm. peace comes from. Yes. Because you're right? whole, H-O-L, yeah. W-H-O-L-E. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So many so, lessons. So many lessons, yeah. So it was, while I'm still not feeling 100%, it was definitely worth taking the time to record this today and to talk about it because this there were just so many lessons. Yep. Well, I appreciate you taking yeah, the time. I know. We talked a long time and there weren't <laughs> too did. many coughs, but they're starting to ramp up. They're again. starting to come now because yeah, so I'm we talking. Should, we should wrap yes. it up so you can rest your mm. voice. Yes. Yeah, so That's thank you do. so much, everybody. Thank you for listening. You and yeah, we'll see you next time. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Masks Off. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe and share with friends and family. Check out the show notes for how to contact us. Remove your masks 